0: Hello and welcome to Step Up, a podcast series brought to you by TfN South Sudan, a Christian charity organization working in more than 40 countries around the world tackling poverty through sustainable development, responding to disasters, challenging injustice, and working towards ending extreme poverty. In South Sudan, Tiafan has been working since the 1970s, responding to crises with a vision to see people freed from poverty and living transformed lives. Season one of this podcast will focus on the youth in South Sudan, and throughout the season, you will hear authentic, challenging, and inspiring conversations that center on experiences and reflections around youth empowerment and transformation climate change and environmental care, peace building and social cohesion, mental health, transformative gender norms, social innovations and technology, and many more, all through the eyes of the youth, with a view of learning from each other and encouraging the young people to step up and transform their lives. In each of the episodes, we will engage incredible, talented young women and men in the country and beyond to use creative thinking methods to discuss existing challenges affecting the youth and deliberate on available options for the young people as they navigate through their daily challenges and life choices. My name is Rosemary Wilfred. I'm the Media and Communication Manager at TfN South Sudan, I will be your host, for this conversation step up inspiring young minds in this first episode of step up we will introduce the season with a conversation about the positive contribution of the youth towards nation-building, challenges they face, and ideas on how some of these issues can be addressed. My guest for this conversation is a very dynamic and self-driven gender and youth advocate, engaged in various national and international efforts to influence policies for the youth across Africa. Welcome, Grace, and we are happy to have you on Step Up. Can you tell us more about yourself and what you do?
1: Thank you. Uh, My name is Grace Aguil-Garang. I'm a member of the International Advisory Committee for the Kingdom of Netherlands. Um, I'm also uh, Executive Director for Youth and Society Africa. I work with policy officers from Netherlands in developing international policy for young people across Africa and South Sudan. And within South Sudan, I'm a youth activist, I'm a gender activist. I work in uh, ensuring and leading conversations towards working for young people,
0: by young people, with young people. Thank you, Grace, and thank you so much for joining me on this conversation on our first episode of Step Up. Now, for the sake of those who might be listening to us from other parts of the world, let's just give a little bit of context to the youth status in South Sudan. Who is a youth and what is the general youth population in the country? Um,
1: That's a complicated question for South Sudan specifically. Uh, South Sudan being already a young nation by itself, young people in South Sudan are not well defined, uh, which kind of brings up the issue of who is a young person, what is a young person, where should young people be. So I would describe a young person according to the African Youth Charter, which is what we, um, as a member of the African Union, would, uh, would describe a young person as someone between the age of 18 to 35. Um, which basically qualifies you as a young person. And with the youth policy uh, for South Sudan that is not yet passed, it also describes a young person as someone between the age of 18 and 35. Uh, Young population in South Sudan is often uh, described as up to 70% of the population is youthful uh, between these age groups. The main problem when people talk about young people is they want to say that young people is a homogeneous group. Like, they want to say, oh, it's youth. But often, people forget that... uh 70% of the population of South Sudan is very diverse, very heterogeneous. Young people are entrepreneurs. Young people are technocrats, doctors, engineers. Young people are change makers. Young people are leaders. Young people are um, movers and shakers. And we we contribute to nation building in different ways from being as simple as local vendors or border-border drivers or uh, um, cattle keepers. And as soon as we understand that, we cannot call young people as one group of people, but diverse group of people. And taking into consideration how different we are, it's easier to now understand our challenges, our issues, and how we face them differently. So why has the youth policy delayed? Why is it not passed until now? Well, personally, I do not know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I would say what we have is speculations. But deeply, I would call it, lack of political will. And often um, because young people, as I told you, are very movers and shakers and change makers and we push, we have all this energy within us. And I would make an assumption that is this threatening to other leaders. But to me, that shouldn't be a threat. In fact, leaders should take uh, advantage of the energy that young people bring into the space and use it to their advantage towards nation building. And um, also the issue of age group, because we have people who are not young uh, in youth spaces. And when we have a policy and a legal framework that defines what a young person is, often they would not have legitimate claim towards uh, youth spaces. And to me, that's the problem of being selfish. Yeah, uh, Let young people lead their own spaces and make their own decisions and not just their spaces but even spaces that are predominantly uh, for all the generations for the sake of we are for the future we're working for our future and that future belongs to us and uh, if we don't set the systems now if we're not uh, in the system now if you're not part of the table part of the decision making then what, who what, we have people who will not be in our future planning our future so um, I think it shouldn't be a problem that we bring the energy the young people put in in basic and important decision-making. Yeah.
0: Right. Now, tell me, as a youth advocate, you work a lot with the young people. You're probably most of the time around your peers having series of conversations about your own issues. So what would you say are the main challenges of the young people in this country?
1: Um challenges that young people face are different depending on their context and their, where they stay, if they're in the rural or the grassroots areas or being in Juba, um, if they're literate or not. But if, let's say, for example, what we face generally, issues of unemployment and uh, finding access to formal employment is a big issue. I would say the issue of qualifications, the issue of access, um, the issue of corruption and the uh, and this creates such a huge barrier for young people, who now we have a huge group of people who are educated, some who are not, but cannot access um, access to employment opportunities or work. Uh, and we would say things like illiteracy, which affects now a different group of people, who are in grassroots, who do not have access to education, which is also another problem. And these young people who are illiterate, do not have access to the globalization or, in general, are often used in conflicts because they're easy to manipulate. Um, now, we we'll go to different groups of, let's say, women and young girls who face issues to do with uh, child marriage uh um, gender inequality, uh, forced marriage, uh, s- gender-based violence, um, sexual harassment. But biggest issue, I would say, is economic vulnerability uh, affecting huge groups of young people. And then I would also add one important one uh, for us, within us as young people, we have a lot of disunity amongst us. Disunity because of our diversity, also because of lack of mechanisms that bring us together um, we're still stuck in the idea of tribes. We're still stuck in the ideas of uh, different ideologies. And uh, one person would say, uh, would define the Yankipo South Sudan as the divided majority, being led by a united minority. We have our older generations, despite of our different uh, tribes they work together they stay together but then come down here and then they divide us as young people and we fight wars that do not belong to us often as I mentioned because of economic vulnerability and looking for ways to meet and meet so I guess apart from many other challenges that affect young people because of our diversity those would be um, the main I would say for now.
0: So what in your view are some of the solutions to these problems that you talked about?
1: Well, at first we need, um, basically, I would start with the legal frameworks that are uh, supposed to be in place for young people, the youth policy, uh, the Youth Enterprise Development Fund. uh, But basically what these policies uh, present to young people of South Sudan is uh, ensuring that we mainstream the youth agenda in different aspects of our decision making, different aspects of our nation building, and ensuring that young people take up uh, important decision making and be part of the important decision making that is put in place. Now um, on issues of economic vulnerability, uh, I guess young people just want space to do uh, entrepreneurship. We just need to support their already existing endeavors. And then for us as young people, uniting ourselves through maybe our civil society organization, creating. spaces that bring us together to come together and solve our conflicts, peace building, and at the same time try to innovate and create, as I say, young people are innovators and creators. But all we need is investment as well, uh, financial investment, time investment, we need uh, access and legal frameworks that allow us to to innovate, to to be able to reap and, and make ends meet. That's a step towards many other things that could be done, but I would say mainly building systems that allow young people to thrive and allow young people to unite and work together and innovate and investing in young people uh, and putting young people in the important decision-making mechanisms or seats to mentor young people so that young people can actively participate and build their own futures.
0: Well, Grace, you do a lot of uh, youth and women advocacy. Have you ever faced challenges that are specifically because you are a woman, because you're a young woman and you feel that this specific challenge is a gendered one? Are there some challenges of the sort in the line of your work?
1: As a young woman in a space that is predominantly uh, patriarchal and uh, trying to uh, speak up on so many issues, just like many other young people, I wouldn't have to to speak on some issues that are, I would say, sensitive. And also young women face, let's say, sexual harassment, um, being looked down on and every day we work hard to break those barriers and uh, ensure that we continue to prove that young women can achieve and can do better. And if given the space and not just given, we can take the space and basically inspiring other young women to to know that they can make it thus far. I guess as a young woman, we have to work twice as hard as a young man would have, which is c- kind of unfair, but at the same time, it's, uh, it's it's creating a pathway for other young women coming up and uh, inspiring other young girls who want to come to these spaces. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's harder for young women. But I would say young women are doing very well because despite of the challenges we continue to break these barriers and we continue to fight for our rights and take up spaces that would not be given to us but we would take up ourselves and uh, so that's what I mentioned we need the support we need the investment we need the system we need the legal frameworks that allow us to be in the spaces protecting yeah. us in the spaces yeah.
0: You you talked a lot about what government and other relevant arms of government can do to address youth issues, but what about the young people themselves? What is your encouragement to them to get involved? and be part of the solution to some of these challenges that we just discussed.
1: I, I would say so much, but I guess I'm just going to say one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, unity amongst us as young people, despite our careers, despite our age, and despite our tribes. Because I feel like uh, us coming together, we are a very, very powerful force. And we can, even without as much support as we, we should get, achieve a lot and we can solve our problems, uh, I would say ourselves, where we can advocate and push for change that is for our future and for our present. Uh, so my message for young people would be unity, unity, unity. Unity in terms of coming together in our organisation, in civil societies, unity in terms of uh, in our academic institutions, unity in terms of uh, in our communities at grassroots, in our hillers, But I guess just creating frameworks that bring us together to solve our problems together. We have to change the whole idea of youth are the leaders of tomorrow. I feel youth are the leaders of today and tomorrow, mainly because if we are going to achieve tomorrow, we have to be there today. How can we keep saying that youth are going to take up the city tomorrow? How do we know how to work for tomorrow? How do we build the present for tomorrow so encouraging and bringing up youth in spaces that are important is not just is not a thing for tomorrow but a thing for today and investing in young people is investing in of the population, which is basically investing in more than half of the country, which is investing in actual nation building. And uh, mainstreaming youth agenda is very important. Uh, I hate it when people say, people write issues and then at the end they would say youth issues. But to be honest, youth issues are everywhere. Youth issues, when we talk about gender we talk about youth issues. When we talk about conflict, when we talk about trade and investment, when we talk about health, when we talk about education, uh, it's, it's important to know that the youth agenda is not alone. It's in every agenda. So when we plan for projects, when we plan for uh, ideas, when we plan for even budgets, ensuring that the main issue of youth is mainstreamed in every aspect is important and not just putting it as an extra. Activity, but rather ensuring that when you speak about any kind of activity, any kind of uh, program, any kind of engagement with people, you have to ensure that young people are there.
0: Step up, inspiring young minds. That was a conversation I had with Grace Karang, the Executive Director for Youth and Society Africa and a member of the International Advisory Committee of the Kingdom of Netherlands. She has been sharing her thoughts on the status of the youth in South Sudan, some of the common challenges young people face in the country, and her thoughts on what needs to be done to address some of these existing challenges that we talked about. My name is Rosemary Wilfred, the Media and Communication Manager at from South Sudan. I've been your host for this conversation. Thanks for listening, and we hope you join us again next time.